0: Hey everyone, it's Caslin, and this is Always Acting Up podcast. This is a podcast where I share all of my personal stories and journeys as an actress in the entertainment industry. I've got lots of information for you, and definitely a couple tips and tricks along the way. This episode is going to be exactly that. I have ten steps of how I feel you should begin your career as an actor. But before we get into that, I want to give a shout out to. All of you guys who are watching right now, uh, those who are listening on the podcast, also on YouTube, thank you for following along. Make sure to give it a thumbs up, smash the subscribe button, and feel free to leave a comment if you'd like. But before we get into all of this, I have to give a shout out to my producer, Hisani Johnson. Okay, so I want to get into it. Like I mentioned, I don't really do often like tips and tricks, and this is how you do that. Or this, because I feel like there are so many other great outlets for that. There's constantly like casting director classes who can tell you exactly how they want things. There's other podcasts, there's tons of information. So I don't typically do tips and tricks. But I figured, you know what? I've been in this industry for over 10 years now. I have a solid idea of how everything works. And I want to give you guys who are just starting out my personal ideas of how you should start from step one all the way to step step 10. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it right now. Step numero uno. You guys are going to love this one. Uh, Step numero uno is research. And by research, I mean watch TV yeah, (laughs) go watch TV. Watch a movie if you want. But when you're watching, I want you to make sure that you're paying attention to the acting. There's a lot of things to pay attention to. So if you're the type of person who likes to watch a movie like me and you're like, I'm just going to zone out and watch the story. And then when people ask you questions afterwards, you're like, wait, what? That scene? Wait, what? Because you know there's sometimes people are like, yeah, remember that scene in the movie when they did this and they did this? And you're like, no, like I don't remember that. And I'm like, but I just watched the movie, how do I not even remember? So maybe you'll have to go back a second time. And here's what I want you to pay attention to. I want you to pay attention to the actors. Really take note and study them. Notice their pacing, notice their body language, pay attention to what their eyes are doing. Notice how they're not doing all that much. They're, for the most part, having a regular conversation with the other actor in the scene. Or if they are having like a monologue or something, and where uh, they're thinking to themselves, pay attention to what their eyes are doing. You're noticing that they don't blink a lot. They are focused on the other person, or maybe one spot in the mo- in the room, and they're really getting into their own thoughts. And that's the type of acting that you'll notice sucks you in. Also pay attention to different genres. Are you watching a comedy or are you watching a drama? Uh, That way you're gonna notice that, uh, say if it's a drama, for example, obviously everything's gonna be a little bit darker. The colors are gonna be darker. There's going to be more shadows, more lighting, as opposed to a comedy. Comedies typically have more energy, brighter colors, brighter lighting, brighter feel, a whole bunch more uplifting, funny, comedic type of backgrounds, lighting, styles, acting. Everything is going to be a little bit different. So I think these are really important to take note and understand the differences of acting and types of genre. And all this is going to be coming in handy when you are looking to do headshots. And also the most important thing, and especially with that going into headshots, but I'm not going to go into that yet. You're going to want to pay attention to what kind of acting you like, where do you think you'll fit in so someone like me like i have a pretty obnoxious bubbly personality sometimes and that's why i tend to like to do comedy it's not that i don't like drama um, and you can do both but maybe have an idea of which direction you'd like to go so in my opinion that is step numero uno research watch tv watch movies take notes and really study the genre and the character okay And now we're going to go into step numero two, classes. You have to take classes before you start. You cannot just step on a movie set and you're like, hi, um, I'm here. Um, Give me some lines. Like it just, it doesn't work that way. Classes are not only good for you as an actor, but you have to know the business side of the entertainment industry as well. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's called show business and it's called show business for a reason. Acting is the fun stuff. All this other extra stuff we have to do, that's the business side, and it's really not always that fun, but it's really important, and you have to make sure that you know what you're doing. So before you just go into a regular class that you found up on meetup.com, I would take some time. I would go on the Googles, and I would do a lot of research. I would go and... Type in a scene study class if you can find one. Oftentimes, uh, local community colleges have classes where you can sign in and do like maybe credit, no credit. Or maybe they have some suggestions for other classes that they like to take or, you know, suggest to their students. Improv classes are great. However, I don't really think that should be your very first class. I don't think they really dissect how to pick apart a scene. And that's why I think a scene study class would be super important. So I would find a scene study class where your teacher is knowledgeable. There's a lot of teachers out there. And most of the time, your teachers are either working actors themselves, or they have prior experience of being in the entertainment industry themselves. So they have a lot of insight and guidance for you. They can also tell you where your pictures, uh, how to do your headshots, where to do your headshots. And they also can give you guidance on how and where to find your auditions. And again, going back to like Scene study, your teachers are going to tell you like basic terminology. Like, if you don't know what a beat is, you don't know what it says when it says VO, that's voiceover, or your sides. If you're like, what are sides? What is that? That's why I really suggest you find a class before you really, really jump into it and just a quick note what sides are sides are basically little scenes from the script the entire script they'll give you just a little scene and those are called your sides and that's what you're given when you head to an audition and those lines you're going to use like if you don't know what those technical terms are and things like that get yourself into a class so that is numero dos okay and so number three here um here's gonna be i think a little challenge for you anybody, myself, is number three. Number three is you're gonna wanna put together a basic resume. And I know what you're thinking. Oh my God, like how am I gonna put a resume together? I don't have any experience. I've never done anything before. Well, yes, that's true. So here's why you're gonna have to sort of pay attention. Take notes. First, I would do a Google search and I would go and look up the format of a typical acting resume. It's usually going to be in three columns. You're going to have your, this is just typical in general, the project you're in, the name of it. The middle column is going to be which type of role. Were you the lead? Were you the supporting? Were you co-star? That's the middle column. The last column is going to be which production company hired you um, and the director. But of course, that's a little bit more once you get down the line. So for you guys who are just beginning, what I would do is I would take a piece of paper and I would go and list your specialty skills. That is anything from, are you bilingual? Can you yo-yo for five hours straight? Are you the champion of jump rope? Like those are all special skills. Are you a horseback rider? That's a special, special, Jesus. (laughs) That's a special skill. Are you good with fight training, combat? that's a special skill those are super 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 important especially when you're starting those are really good ways of getting in the business is with your specialty skills so i would make a list of all those and then i would have on like the top of my resume right underneath my name i would include my basic stats meaning my height hair color (laughs) eyes you don't have to put your weight down if you think that that's just super important put your weight down I don't think it's important nobody really asks for it i don't know like once you get in the audition room then they'll have a, a pretty good idea of what your body shape looks like or when they have you do your self tape which i'll talk about later that's where you know they'll see what you look like and most importantly pay attention pay attention pay attention okay so you're going to want to put your contact information down and when i say that i mean your email address or a contact phone number unless you are under 18. If you are under 18, put your parents or put your agents. Do not put your own phone number on there. And most importantly, do not, do not, do not put your home address on your resume. You have no idea where these resumes could end up. Someone may think that they throw it in the trash and then turns out it's actually um, flown out of the trash and it's down the street and Into somebody else's car, and now they have your resume and your home address and your picture attached to it. This is not good. You definitely don't want to do that. It's really important that people who want to get a hold of you can get a hold of you. Okay, so now you're like, great, I have a resume. Like, what do I do now? So, what you're gonna do is step number four you're gonna wanna get some decent, basic headshots. A standard headshot for actors is going to be vertical. That is the long way up and down in an eight by 10. As a photographer myself, um, I study photos all the time. So this can also definitely be another episode at some point. But I think it's really important to research a typical actor's headshot. There are actor sites that you guys can go on. Yeah, tons of Facebook groups um, specifically just for actors and I would go on there and I would study a typical actor head actors headshot crop wise is going to be from like what's this called your belly button it can be from like your belly button or from like your chest up with just a little bit of headspace um, up top or like you can crop it right at the head or you can even crop like just at the hairline just a little bit if it's crazy crazy big but the number one priority in your headshots is that it is on the focus of your eyes. So there's a lot of things to learn specifically about headshots. I would take a friend and I would go out and do some practice photos just with a headshot. See what see what you like. See what looks good. And then you know at the beginning of the video when I was like pay attention to your genre. If you are a comedic person, you're going to want to dress in brighter colors. You're going to want to have your smile and just be really warm and likable. If you're the type of person who's going for drama, I wouldn't suggest putting on a pink top. I don't really think that's the best idea. So I would go ahead and suggest um, no smile. You can have like a look in your eye, obviously, but um, something more serious, like I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know, what else do you do when you're serious? I'm a professional uh, newscaster. You know, you wanna have that idea of your character and your genre in mind when you're doing the photos. So if you feel like you have a really good idea with that, then, only then would I go out and find a professional photographer. Go back to your teacher, ask your teacher if they have any suggestions and uh, find a photographer that way. Also really important, And I tell this to people whom I'm doing photos of as well, especially if you're new. And I would say um, if you're absolutely, if you're under 18 and even if you're like 21, you know, 22, like I encourage people to bring a guest to their photo shoot. Just one. You don't want a peanut gallery interrupting you and the photographer doesn't want that either, but someone who's going to be there just in case you're uncomfortable of the situation, you've never done this before. I would bring um, another adult and have them like sit off to the side and not be distracting, but to make you feel more comfortable. And this is new for you, bring someone. If the photographer is not okay with that, find another photographer. I, I, I safety is your most important thing, and there are a lot of crazy people in this world who will. Try and make you do things you don't want to do or spend more money. And if you've done your research and you know what kind of photos you're looking for, that's what we should be doing. Okay? Super important. Great. So now that brings me to step number five. Now that you have a headshot, now that you have a resume where people can contact you, staple them together. The resume should go on the back of your 8 by 10 Photos. You're gonna staple it on the corners, trim the paper that is uh, extra because your picture is only 8 by 10. Your paper is probably like 8 by 5 by 11. So you're gonna to wanna to trim your paper, trim it, make it look all good, make sure that the staples are all like in so nobody gets poked, also that nobody, um, it doesn't fall apart because, you know, if you got a headshot, then all of a sudden uh, your resume falls and you got nothing. Okay, so now that you got your headshot and resume, I would suggest um, going to your teacher, doing a little uh, more research on the Googles, start doing some background work. Depending on where you live, like LA, for example, there's background work everywhere. Like um, the bigger markets, even the smaller markets, there's background work everywhere. And I kind of suggest that everybody, when they're first starting, even if you think you're like, you know, Brad Pitt right off the bat, I would still highly suggest doing some background work. One, so you can meet other actors who are maybe not in your acting class and maybe they have more experience than you. Maybe they have some suggestions to share. But also I think it's the quickest way to learn your way around a real production. Whether it be a smaller one or a bigger one, you're going to hear more terminology. You're going to see what a call sheet looks like. Um, And it's a really great Idea to sort of experience, like, is this what I wanna do? Do I wanna be that person over there? Can I handle being that person over there with 3,000 lines? Background work is a great way to get your SAG card eventually. Um, That's kind of another podcast as well. I wouldn't suggest joining if you've only done background work, but you can work on getting your SAG voucher so that when you are ready at some point, you could join. So, anyways, that one's gonna be real short. On to tip number six. Now that you have your headshot, and your resume, and you're like, I'm in classes, I'm killing it, like, I know exactly what to do. Start with some local uh, local students. Local film, small, big. Start with your local productions. You may not get paid, and I think that's totally okay. I think that if you're starting out, you haven't really earned your status you haven't really earned it yet you know if, if, if it's your first time on set and you don't know how to go to your mark then why should they pay you i don't know so anyways for students you have to think about it local production students they're learning they're building they're learning how to talk to actors as well so it's a great 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 way to start your career, gaining footage, meeting new people, learn how everything works. And so what I would do is I would go, especially like nowadays, I would go on some of the social media sites. Facebook, for example, has tons and tons and tons of Facebook groups for local um, local castings. Like, you know, I've said it a couple times, I'm here in Las Vegas, um, even though I'm from L.A., I get so many of my jobs through facebook groups like it's crazy i would have never thought about it but local productions they don't have like the biggest biggest budget so they'll just go ahead and post the casting on the facebook groups apply send your headshot send your resume if you're lucky you'll get an audition so don't forget about the facebook groups um, you can always contact the local theater departments or film departments at your college and ask how you can get involved with acting on those. And also, um, it's really important to remember that uh, casting directors, they aren't always out there scouting. So if you have someone sending you a message saying, hey, I think you're fantastic, which you are, and I think you'd be great for CSI, we have this role, would you like to audition? Um, It's probably a scam you're fantastic. You're great. But these jobs typically come from casting directors um, and SAG franchise agents who have, you know, thousands and thousands of other actors trying to be on that show. So the likelihood of them trying to get you involved and um, a part of the project is quite rare. So make sure to really pay attention and then go back to your teacher like, Ask your teacher. Like, this doesn't feel right. This feels uncomfortable. Don't worry. There's going to be more projects. Just because this one sounded really good and they dangled that carrot doesn't mean it's the right po- project for you or anybody. Like I said, there's a lot of crazy people out there. Okay, here's where things get really, really, really excited. You've got your headshots. You've got your resume. You've been submitting for work um, on Facebook groups or with students, and now you've got an audition. Woohoo! So, what do you do? Well, if you're just starting out now during COVID times, oh my gosh, more props to you. This is actually a great time to get started because um, there's not as much going on. So you really have the time to study, take your time, relax, and get into it. So what you're going to want to do if you can't go to an in-person audition and it's not safe yet, um, you're going to want to have a self-tape setup. And that's kind of like the big rage in the industry right now. Everyone's making sure that their setup is on point. And ready for your auditions because it's not just the auditions a lot of people are doing callbacks as well via via zoom so with your self-tape setup what you're going to want to do um, you can use a camera or a lot of times your cell phone is perfectly fine use your cell phone as your recorder so you're going to turn your cell phone so that it's horizontal so now it's like a hamburger i think hot dog is a long way but now it's like a hamburger Um, horizontal landscape. That is the direction you are going to film your audition. You're going to go to Amazon and buy like a cheap little tripod. And then there's also another piece, which I, goodness gracious, I don't have it, but I usually have it in my room. It's a little piece that connects onto your tripod. So you can take your tripod and connect it to your camera to hold your camera. Um, And then once that is set up, You're going to have the person who's reading the audition with you on the other side of the camera, and you're going to talk to them. You're not going to look in the camera. You're going to have your conversation with them. There's also a lot of really great ring lights already, and the ring lights, I kind of feel like with everybody in TikTok, like you guys have all this material already, but a lot of the ring lights have a little piece where your camera goes, and that's great. So that's really great. Um, if you can't find a reader, lucky for you, there are so, oops, there are so, so many um, websites right now uh, to help you find a reader, which is someone who can read the audition with you. I have a good one. Suggestion is you can go on to We Audition, and uh, on We Audition, you'll just have to make a quick account, and you can select your readers. So if you're reading with, like, your audition and you're supposed to be reading with grandpa, you can go and you can find a male and maybe of that uh, age and you can read specifically with your grandpa. The great thing about that is I also happen to have a code. So it is 25% off if you use my code. So that is acting up 25. And that's a great place to not only find a reader, but if you want to read and you want to see what other people are doing in their auditions, I would highly suggest signing up to be a reader as well. I think it's another great way to learn. I think it's another great way to study is to watch other people and seeing what they're doing. Um, And I also do want to mention, same thing with the photographers, Um, especially if you are first starting and you've never been to an audition before, I would also suggest bring one person, one person only, and have them either stay in the car or stay in the lobby. Just until you have an idea of what an audition is actually like and how the process goes. Um, if you've never been to that location, especially, if you've never heard of it, bring a person. Have them know exactly where you are. Um, tell them you'll be back in like 20 minutes and if you're not there, then, yeah, that's okay, I don't even want to go there. But um, yeah, you, you should have you, feel comfortable. If you don't feel comfortable and you're feeling like,, eh, this is red flag don't go. Just don't go. There's always going to be other auditions for you. Like this is not the be all end all. There will be more auditions. I promise. I promise. I promise. Okay. So now you've done your self tape setup and you're auditioning and you are killing it. You have booked jobs. You are fantastic. You got your headshot. You got your resume. You have a teacher who you can always ask questions to. You have other peers who you now know are in the industry. I would also suggest now is step number eight, start joining some of the casting sites, some of the big ones. um, For example, Actors Access. You can have a free account on there, and I believe you can upload... One or two photos for free. Casting Networks is also a extremely popular one. Um, Backstage is also popular. And Casting Frontier, um, I personally don't use it, but I know you can find auditions on there. These are the places where you will start to find bigger auditions for better paying projects until you get your representation. But that's coming up later. No, you should never pay for... For work. However, with these casting sites, it is standard that you will have to pay um, for the account. So, um, Casting Networks, for example, I think it's like $15 a month, but I have an account that holds my media. So, all the footage you got from your student films. You can put all of it into your media, and it's twenty-three dollars a month, and that is kind of like a standard backstage. I think is like fifteen. Actors Access has an account, um, and I do the, the yearly subscription. And it's like sixty dollars a year. Otherwise, you're gonna have to pay like two dollars every single audition, and if you want to submit yourself um, regularly, it's gonna add up, and you might as well just pay for the sixty dollars anyways. So using your, you know, your, your resume, your headshots and all the information that you're getting. I think that joining some of these casting sites would be good for you to really start and upgrade and get some better projects under your belt. Okay. So now we are at step number nine. Now that you have all of your footage, you've been auditioning on these casting sites. You have your footage from the student films. You've been working, meeting new people, networking. I would take everything you have, and put a demo reel together. That way people are like, oh, I'd like to see like what you can do. You don't have to send them the entire project. So you're gonna wanna cut or find a service to create a demo reel. So your demo demo reel is going to be just pieces and clips of those projects you are in. And what you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna keep it for around like one minute to a minute and a half. If, if I have a casting where there's like a hundred submissions, I just don't have time to watch your five minute demo reel. I would love to, I really, really would, but I just don't have time. People don't have time. And to be honest, if you have an attention span like me, you're going to get a little bored. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Have your first uh, first clip on you, not the other actor on you. If your demo reel opens up on somebody else, I'm going to sit there and be like, oh, this is that person's actor uh, acting reel when actually I'm supposed to be paying attention to you. I'm now paying attention to them. That's the last thing you want to do is have someone else steal your shine. You've been working really hard. This is all about you. I would not have a opening montage. Like I said, get to it right away. I think it's great that you've worked with Flava Flav and all these cool people. I don't want to see that right now. I just want to see you. Start with your best stuff first. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Um, If you don't have anything right now, and I know it's like the struggle of actors forever. I can't get my footage back. I can't get my footage back. Take your self-tape setup. Go find a space in your house and film a scene with only you in it not the other person, just you in it. So at least people have something to see, which now brings me to step number 10. We've made it. You've done it. You have all this footage or at least something. You know how the business operates. You're comfortable. You're talented. You're ready. And let's start getting these bigger jobs. Let's start working. Let's start making money. So what do you do? Well, what you don't do is you do not pay for representation. You never pay representation. They make money when you make money. It's typically 10% or if it's a non-union job, some people do 20% and that's pretty normal, pretty standard. Some markets, which we have been talking about um, in my podcast, I talked about it a couple episodes ago with Mark Comstock. Some regional markets do have a website fee and that is standard and acceptable through sag so that is normal that is common and um yeah that's uh, you're ready you're ready do it there's going to be more information they're like these can really go really really far like there's so many different steps of like how to how to how to how to how to and perhaps i'll break it up in another video but go on the sag after website research those sag franchise agents Those are the ones you want to target. And you're good. We made it. Congratulations. And so um, that was a lot of information, I know. So before you start, let me give you a moment of positivity. Okay, I know that was a lot of information and maybe you're feeling overwhelmed. So I'm going to put like my brief top 10 steps below Do it uh, one at a time. Do it slowly. Take your time. It's a marathon. It is not a sprint. Trust me. I know it's hard. And so what I wanted to say for my moment of positivity, and I feel like a lot of people kind of have this in their mind. um, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. They're never going to cast me because I'm too short. I'm too fat. I'm too pink, too purple, like whatever the case may be. I think that the industry was like that at one point. But I feel like it's not anymore. Like we still have a long ways to go. We're constantly growing and constantly evolving, but I 150 million thousand percent feel like this industry is for everyone. If you don't have, um, if you don't see you on TV, it doesn't mean that you can't be on TV. It's just because you haven't started yet. It is a business for everyone. Go watch commercials go watch web series, go watch movies. Everybody is on TV and there is a place for everybody. So if you're scared, you're nervous, take your time, do these steps and get going. You can do this. I believe in you. Just remember it's going to be hard. It's going to be fun. It is rewarding, but it does take time and you can do this. you got a great support team. And if you guys have any questions or anything else, let me know in the comments below. Um, I know I kind of went this this pretty quickly i tried to keep it sort of short and sweet even though each of these topics could be like an hour long hopefully i kind of gave you like the basic like one two three four five seven nine ten steps and that's my cue to leave so you guys have a great day make sure to um, like comment subscribe share it with your friends um and i'll catch you on the next one